NASCAR season is here, and everyone on the Toyota racing team is doing their part to perform at the highest level. From driver Ty Gibbs to amateur musician Russell Viper, who's working on the perfect pre-race pump-up track for the team. Start those Camrys up! Yeah! To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. Are you aware you were going 40 miles an hour? This is a residential area. Sure, but I'm on my lawnmower. Wait, am I getting a ticket? No, I've just never seen anyone top nine miles an hour on one of those bad boys. And mow their entire lawn in 30 seconds? What got into you? Well, I did fuel up at Sunoco this morning. At Sunoco, we know how to fuel peak performance. We've been doing it for American racing for over 50 years. Fuel your best. This NASCAR season, every member of the Toyota racing team is doing their part to take the trophy home. Like sixth grader Melissa Kowalski, who changes true to true X on every true-false quiz she takes. All my teachers are Martin Truex Jr. fans now. Keep up the great work, Melissa. To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. Well, listeners, in case you didn't get enough sports today, here's an ad break that'll tell you how to watch even more sports. YouTube is the new home of NFL Sunday Ticket. And if you sign up now, you'll get our lowest full season price of the year. Just go to youtube.com slash Spotify offer to get $100 off NFL Sunday Ticket. Watch your favorite teams out of market Sunday afternoon games exclusively on YouTube and YouTube TV. All right, enough about sports. Go get more sports. Terms and embargoes apply. Offer ends June 6th. No refunds. Flow Racing is the new home of NASCAR Roots Racing. Subscribe today and stream over 1,300 racing events live and on demand. See NASCAR legends, past, present, and future battle it out in dirt late models, sprint cars, and more at your favorite tracks every week. Find your next favorite driver by going to flowracing.com forward slash go MRN. That's flowracing.com forward slash go MRN. The following is a production of the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. The Motor Racing Network presents NASCAR Live Wide Open. Off the end of the back straightaway. Larson's going to send it. Larson's in the wall. Larson's on Hamlin's back bumper. Logano leads down the back straightaway. Keselowski's in line. Now he turns him. Boot team Penske cars crash. Keselowski is up in a ball of flame. NASCAR Live Wide Open is brought to you by Toyota. For the latest Toyota racing information, visit toyotaracing.com. Now. Here is your host, Mike Bagley. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another installment of NASCAR Live Wide Open here on the Motor Racing Network. Mike Bagley and the entire MRN crew here with you. Folks, what a weekend it has been. Holy cow. We have been swamped with news. Uh, obviously, coming out of Kansas this past weekend, that that's all Bubba Wallace going to Ruhoff Mortgage Victory Lane. Playoff implications from that coming up this weekend. We've got the NASCAR Xfinity Series regular season finale. We've got elimination race number one. 
for the NASCAR Cup Series. We've also got the NASCAR Camping World Truck Series that will get their playoff affairs in order. Plus, off the track, you've got Kyle Busch going to Richard Childress. You've got a new schedule that's out for next year. Let's start with the KB portion of this process. Kyle Busch going to drive for Richard Childress Racing in 2023. And that was an interesting story because the Kyle Busch lottery had him at places like Colleague Racing, 2311 Racing, staying with Joe Gibbs, it had him retiring. And then at the end, and what sounded like was not necessarily a last-ditch effort or one of those Hail Marys for the end zones, Richard Childress Racing comes sailing in, and that's where he's decided to go. A multi-year commitment. We don't know about the implications for Kyle Busch Motorsports, except that they will go to Chevrolet. So you can expect some sort of maybe um, working together with RCR or some partners on that front. But Kyle Busch, after 15 years, saying goodbye to Joe Gibbs Racing, he started his cup career in a Chevy. He went to Toyota, is now coming back to Chevrolet. And there are so many questions about, well, what happens to Tyler Reddick? RC saying that he wants to get a third charter keep Tyler, even though Tyler in 24 is going to 2311. Could there be a deal worked out to where maybe Tyler could go to 2311 early? We have to know what the Kurt Busch status is. While one domino, and it's a pretty big domino that's fallen, there are still several other dominoes waiting to fall in the wake of that. And when they do, you can count on MRN to keep you up to date, keep you up to speed. But got that news out in the open earlier this week. Also got some news that Brandon Jones is leaving Joe Gibbs Racing. At the end of the year, he will leave his 19 car. He is going to Chevy Junior Motorsports, replacing Noah Gregson over there. And then we've got the schedules for 2023, and there's been some surprises on those schedules. First of all, the Chicago Street Race coming for Cup. We knew that was coming. We know that we're going back into the L.A. Coliseum for the Clash. It's happening on Sunday, February 5th. That'll get the season started. Pretty much a straightforward Cup Series schedule. It's adjustments in the Xfinity Series and the Craftsman Truck Series that are interesting there. First of all, Xfinity Series going back to Portland. Then they're going to Sonoma the weekend after. Last year, that was a truck race. The Xfinity Series is going to run a companion race with the Cup Series on the Chicago Street Course. That, of course, coming Saturday, July 1st and July the 2nd. And also, at the end of July, going to Road America. So we'll be going to Chicago for the street race. We'll be going to Road America at the end of the month, bookending the month of July there in the Chicago, Illinois, and Wisconsin corridor. The trucks will be running at Texas when Richmond is being run for Xfinity and Cup at the beginning of April. You've got the trucks going to North Wilkesboro with the Cup Series. Uh, That'll be for All-Star Weekend. That's May 20th and 21st. You've got the trucks coming back to the Milwaukee Mile. That's going to be in the fall. That's going to be one of the playoff races there. That'll be on Sunday, August 27th. So if you want to digest this schedule, all three of them have been released. You can check out MRN.com. There'll be a lot to look forward to in the 2023 NASCAR seasons, Cup, Xfinity, and Truck all put together. Let's focus in on this year's schedule. Let's focus in on what's before us. Let's talk some NASCAR Xfinity Series racing right now with a driver that has felt the impact of another news story this week. The other news story to come is Jeremy Clements, one Daytona, was penalized, an L2 penalty. The team took it to the sanctioning body. They have overturned that penalty. So Jeremy Clements, who was credited with the win, it was taken away. It's now been restored. 
And with the restoration of that playoff counting win for Jeremy Clements, it's totally changed the playoff cutoff line storyline going into Bristol on Friday. Sheldon Creed was the first driver out. Now he becomes the second because now that Clements gets credit for the win, that pushes Landon Castle to the cutoff line, who's in by 19. Ryan Sieg is out by 19. Sheldon Creed is out by 32. And that is the lay of the land going in to Bristol on Friday night. Let's go to the NASCAR Live wide open hotline. Let's bring in the driver of the number two wheel in Chevrolet for Richard Childress Racing. Sheldon Creed will join us and is there for us now. Sheldon, welcome to NASCAR Live wide open. Good, good. Thanks for having me. Well, it's good to have you on with us. And I know that within the last 24, 48 hours or so, things have taken a dynamic turn here with the restoration of a penalty that was under appeal, Jeremy Clements being put back in the playoffs. And that further complicates life for you and the number two team this weekend. Now 32 points below the cut going in to Bristol. How have matters changed for you over the last 24 or 48 hours here? Uh, Yeah, I mean, it went from, uh, you know, trying to make up 13 points to, you know, now being 32 behind the cut line and um, kind of putting us in more of a a must-win situation, I think. Obviously, it is possible to go point our way in. We got to beat the 39 by by 13, and we got to beat the 10 by 32. So, uh, I mean, if we go and have a really good start to the night, win both stages, and, and neither of them were to get stage points, and then kind of run mid pack, it is it is doable. But um, yeah, I don't I don't see them having bad nights as it is a cutoff, and, and we're probably all trying to bring our best cars. So. Um, yeah, we're just going to try to go do our best to uh, win the race now. So, uh, everybody always has some kind of a game plan, and it sounds like that while, yes, you can outpoint people, it sounds like that it's pretty simple. Just go out, win the race, and things take care of themselves. Is that oversimplifying the process for you for Friday night? Um, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, looking back, I wish we would have got that Darlington win now. I mean, I wish I would have had it either way, but uh, it makes that sting a little bit more now, but um, I don't know. I just try to simplify it as much as I can for myself. Is um, just while I'm doing my homework this week, what do we need to do to put ourselves in in position at the end, and then what do I need to do uh, behind the wheel, um, you know, keep us up there and, and get myself a legitimate shot at winning the race. I know it's been a long season, and it's been quite the up and down season. You guys have had moments of success you've had moments of challenge how would you sum up the regular season that you guys have had together here since we opened the season in february in daytona um i don't know a c minus <laughs> uh i feel like we've had you know moments of, of potential and um speed and then we've had moments where we show up to the track and you know run 15th all day and, and that's not fun at all so yeah it's it's hard. I think we've been we've been growing a little bit. We've been getting a little bit faster. Uh, we still have a lot of consistency at the moment, and uh, I feel like we hit on one thing. and And I like how the car drives one week, and um, you know we'll start building on that, and then we'll go to a track and and miss it. So um, yeah, it's been it's been really tough, and, and not just for us, but our teammates, the 21, the 48. Uh, the college cars. I think AJ in the 16 seems to be the most consistent out of all of us. Um, 
but yeah, we just we all struggle and, and um, you know, lack pace compared to our competitors most weeks. But it seems like that you've had days that have gotten away from you, but you didn't have control over them. You've been swept up in accidents and been roughed up on the racetrack and all that. What's it like trying to put it in perspective to know that there have been moments that you've gained, but ultimately lost because of things that have not been in your control at all? Uh, yeah, I mean, there's been a, a fair share. I also think there's some that have been in my control where I've just, you know, probably been trying too hard and, and made mistakes and uh, took us out of the race, um, I don't know, probably two or three different times this year. And then there's been other times where, yeah, I'm just uh, in the wrong place at the wrong time, uh, which is part of racing, right? I mean, uh, you're going to have that. And, and it's been tough and frustrating at times. And, um, yeah, I mean, just part of the sport part of how it all works chatting with sheldon creed here on nascar live wide open i want to back up i always love giving our listeners who when they download this podcast give them a little texture a little history of our guest and being that it is your turn this week can you take us back to a time before the xfinity series before the truck series when you were first getting started in racing like what was your what was your local track? Where's the track that you really got your feet wet? And where where did your racing journey begin? Uh, mine actually started on two wheels, uh, BMX bikes, and then that transition, transitioned into, into dirt bikes um, and raced dirt bikes until about nine, ten years old. Um, and really just fell in love with it there. Loved Supercross, loved motocross my whole life rode dirt bikes all the way up until I was, I don't know, 18 or 19 until I got told to, couldn't, couldn't ride anymore, just didn't want to get hurt for for uh, NASCAR and, and the pole racing I was done. But around age 10, I, I went to uh, quarter midgets. I raced quarter midgets for a, a little over a year. Um, and then I kind of took up the off-road path and, and raced trophy cars, which is pretty much an off-road truck for kids. Um, and then went all the way up to Lucas Oil Off-Road, Stadium Super Trucks, uh, and then transitioned into ARCA around the age of 18, 19. So I'm curious, how do you go from two to four wheels? You went from, you know, motocross and, and bikes. What was attractive about going to four wheels? Uh, I think it was more of a, a family decision than, than my own decision. I was starting to get on bigger bikes. Uh, I was riding the 65s and 85s and um, starting to ride bigger tracks and, and hitting bigger jumps and whatnot. And, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't think my, my parents didn't want to see me go down that road. And, and um, you know, obviously in, in dirt bikes, there's a chance of, of getting hurt a lot. So um, that was kind of the decision to, to go for racing. And that's when we kind of got into quarter midgets. But uh, we didn't love it. We had to travel a lot from, from where we were in California, so uh, that's when we got into off-road, and off-road, I felt like, fit us way more, um, coming from a dirt bike background and, um, you know, being at dirt tracks, that, that fit us uh, really good, and, and we had our own team for, um, you know, many years, and um, still dabbled in other things, did some circle tractor stuff, um, and, and tried to race as much as I could. Uh, but, yeah, that's kind of how that, that all worked out. So now you've transitioned into NASCAR. You've obviously raced in the NASCAR Camping World Truck Series, the NASCAR Xfinity Series, and you have other opportunities there inside of those two series to race on different things. Is there 
Is there something or some place that you haven't raced that you would like to? Uh, I would love to race a rally car. I think, uh, like, I don't even know what it's called now. The Nitro Circus Rally Cross or Nitro Rally, whatever they call it. I think that would be uh, really fun. And I think the cars look really cool to drive. Um, and I don't know. I think, uh, I don't even know. I'd, I'd love to run a 410 Sprint car at some point. Um I don't know. Any anything that would it would pay all right to to drive. I'd love to do, but I think sprint car, rally car, and uh, and would love to run a trophy truck again one day. That sounds awesome. Those trophy trucks are so fun to watch. I can't imagine what it's like to drive one of them. Hey, before we let you go, got a little, little news yesterday that Kyle Busch is coming to Richard Childress Racing. You obviously are an RCR driver in the Xfinity Series. Number one, what are your thoughts on Kyle coming to be a part of the family? And number two. Can you give us any idea about what your plans are in 2023? Uh, yeah, to be honest, I didn't really know that he was coming. I mean, I heard rumors and, and you know speculations like everyone else, but he got the email yesterday morning, like right before it came out. So uh, I think really cool for, for Chevrolet. I think really cool for RCR. I think it's going to be great um, for everyone involved. I think, you know, Austin and, and Tyler to be even better um, it's cool that, that RCR is trying to go back to a three and then possibly four car cup team eventually in the future. Um, I think it's going to help the Xfinity program. I know we, like I said, I think we've been a little off. Um, and I think Kyle can only help that. I think, I know he said he, he was done Xfinity racing, but I hope that, uh, that he goes back on that and, and can come drive our cars and, uh, you know, he's been doing it for so long. He has a good feel for what's right and what's wrong. So I hope he does get to drive our Xfinity cars and um, and help us out, too. Well, you've been able to race against him, obviously, in the NASCAR Camping World Truck Series. And um, he offers a lot to that series as well. While we don't know the future of KBM, we know that he has contributed a lot over there. What's it like racing against him? You'll be racing with him because he'll be a part of the family. But what's it been like racing against him over the years? Uh, hard. <laughs> he is, uh, he's so good. Um, and obviously the only time I've raced him is when he's in his own trucks. Uh, and KBM is one of the best truck teams. So yeah, it's been, it's been a lot of learning. Uh, I feel like I've learned a lot from, him. um, I probably made him mad and maybe earned some respect from him. I don't know. I, I honestly haven't even talked to him very much. I've said like high in passing. Um, but no, it's just really cool to have them, uh, now that hopefully KBM's going Chevrolet, I hope that, uh, that I can put some stuff together and, and run some, you know, maybe part-time truck stuff, uh, with the KBM team. Yeah, that's, uh, that's what folks have been, been talking about. That's definitely a possibility. Of course, when we have the details, we'll share with you here on the Motor Racing Network. Hey, appreciate you joining us. I know you're busy. You got a lot on your mind and got a lot to do this weekend. We appreciate your perspective and all the best in working your way into these playoffs. It should be a fun one under the lights there in Bristol on Friday. All right. Thank you. That's Sheldon Creed going to be in the number two car for Richard Childress Racing Friday night and looking forward to the possibilities not only in the remaining races, but in 2023 and beyond. Good visit there with Sheldon. Hard to believe. Got started on two wheels, ended in four, and has made the most 
out of both. Let's hope that he makes the most out of his opportunity Friday night and works his way into those playoffs. What about the playoff race for the Cup Series and the odds implications there? Let's check those odds. Brought to you by BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Please bet responsibly. Producer Trey, what do you have for us this week? Well, Mike, two weeks in a row to start the playoffs, a non-playoff driver has won, and both of those were listed in my long shots the past two weeks. So pay attention to the end of the end of this as who the long shot is this weekend at Bristol. As far as the favorites go, it is Chase Elliott, Denny Hamlin, and Kyle Larson. They are all at plus 700. Hamlin is in a great points position. He's up, I think, 47, so he just needs to avoid disaster to make it to Bristol. Things could get a little bit more dicier uh, for Elliott or Larson if either of them have a bad race, but get some stage points. They could lock themselves in, but all three of those drivers would love some extra playoff points heading into the second round with how jumbled these playoffs have been so far. But my pick for the race is the fourth favorite on the list, according to BetMGM, a guy who's been in the storylines a lot this week, a guy who is currently two points below the cut line, and that's Kyle Busch. Bristol has been Kyle Busch's playground for the entire time he has been at Joe Gibbs Racing. This is the last time he'll race a Joe Gibbs Racing car at Bristol Motor Speedway. Uh, A lot of people have said this decision is weighing on him as far as, you know, his lack of success this season. Kyle won earlier this year on the Bristol dirt track, even though that was kind of a gift. And if he doesn't even get that race, if Chase Briscoe and Tyler Reddick don't make contact there at the end of that race, Kyle Busch misses the playoffs and Martin Truex gets in because he had a better points year than him. But I think Kyle Busch erases all of the stuff that's been going on off the track. Joe Gibbs racing, telling him even that the 18 car is not an option for him in 2023. I think he wants to go out and prove This is what you're losing and make a run at his third Cup Series championship. I think he wins. He is 8-1 to to win. Now, as far as a long shot goes, this week the long shot's going to be a driver that's in the playoffs, Chase Briscoe. He's also below the cut line. He's not in a must-win situation like a Kevin Harvick is, but uh, a win would certainly lock him in. He won at this track in 2020 in the Xfinity Series. He's a very good short track racer, very good at Bristol. Briscoe at 25-1 to is the long shot I'm looking at this weekend, but I think Kyle Busch goes to victory lane at 8-1, to and he stays in the headlines and stays in the playoffs. And it would not surprise me if he doesn't do that at all. This is going to be a fun weekend. There's a lot of juicy storylines that are hanging out there right now in the Truck Series, the Xfinity Series, and obviously the NASCAR Cup Series. Our friends at the Performance Racing Network will have Xfinity and Cup coverage for you this weekend at Bristol. We will be there with coverage for the Arkham Menard Series. That coverage of the Bush's Beans 200 kicks off 6.30 p.m. That is tonight. And then, of course, followed right behind that with the NASCAR Camping World Truck Series, UNOH 200, presented by Ohio Logistics. That airtime, 8.30 Eastern. Then we're going to take the following weekend off from race calls. Our next race weekend will be Talladega Super Speedway. But we will be with you for NASCAR Live Tuesday. And then, of course, we'll be with you for NASCAR Live Race Day coming up on Sunday. October the 2nd, and another installment of NASCAR Live Wide Open right here one week from today on Thursday. Appreciate y'all for downloading and for checking us out. For producer Trey and the rest of the MRN crew, I'm Mike Bagley. Enjoy your Bristol weekend. We'll have lots to chat about next week on our next installment of NASCAR Live Wide Open. Until then, so long, everybody. NASCAR Live Wide Open is brought to you by Toyota. For the latest Toyota racing information, 
Visit toyotaracing.com. Ruoff Mortgage wants to welcome you home with their fast and stress-free mortgage process. Ruoff knows that when you're ready to move, you want to keep things moving. From the moment you start, Ruoff makes sure the process moves quickly, often twice as fast as other lenders, so you can close quickly and settle in sooner. Visit Ruoff.com to learn how you can qualify for the fastest loan of your life. That's Ruoff, R-U-O-F-F dot com. Do you have an unused car, truck, motorcycle, boat, or RV taking up space? Put it to good use by donating it to the NASCAR Foundation. Proceeds help fund medical resources for children in our racing community. Your wheels can heal. Call 844-NASCAR-9 and we'll come tow away your vehicle for free. The process is quick and your gift is tax deductible. Call 844-NASCAR-9 to donate your vehicle to the NASCAR Foundation today. Your donation will help our children survive and thrive. 